0: Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
1: In a rare move, ICO founders will delay crypto paydays for a decade. Good evening. I'm Nikolai Day. This is Late Confirmation from Coindesk bringing you the top stories from August 13th, 2018. Turkey's crypto exchanges saw a surge in trading volume as the lira plunged, and an aspiring Russian team plans to build a cargo drone fleet connected via blockchain. We'll finish up the podcast today by speaking with Coindust reporter Lee Quinn about the trading volume spike on the Turkish crypto exchanges amid the country's fiat currency crisis. But first, a word from our sponsor, Saïd Business School at the University of Oxford. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford Fintech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll get a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. In a rare move, ICO founders will delay crypto paydays for a decade. In an industry that's become synonymous with fast cash, patience can be a rare commodity. But the team behind the Nebulous project, which raised $60 million through an initial coin offering, or ICO, last December, has decided to wait a decade before they can get their hands on the blockchain's tokens they'll earn for the labor. Seven years longer than they had originally planned. The Nebulous team announced this decision in a blog post published last week. The $60 million fund was planned to accelerate development and market adoption. In the original token allocation, 20% of the initial supply was set aside for the developer team and founders to be gradually released over a three year period. But the new allocation plan extended the timelines for the token release considerably. For the developer team, the start date for the distribution of tokens will be postponed for a year, while for the founders, the token distribution doesn't start for a full decade. Part of the reason behind the action, according to Nebula's founders, is the strength of the project's core idea the mission of creating a blockchain ranking system that helps users elevate the best dApps or decentralized applications. The move is already winning nods of approval from the industry. Founder of the token data source Misari, Ryan Selkis said he believes a multi-year vesting schedule should become a standard for new token companies. Trading volume on Turkey's cryptocurrency exchanges surged on Friday, as a country's fiat currency, Lira, took a dive to a new record low on economic jitters. Data from CoinMarketCap shows volume at three Turkish exchanges, Peribu, PTC Turk, and Coinim, jumped over a 24-hour period last Friday by more than 100% each, though absolute volumes are relatively small. The country's largest exchange, PTC Turk, handled $11.6 million in trades. The lira hit an all-time low against the dollar last week, reflecting worries about President Erdogan's economic policies, his worsening ties with the United States, and the country's ability to repay its debts. Doing little to calm such fears, Erdogan urged Turkish citizens on Friday to exchange any gold, dollars, and euros they own to support lira after U.S. President Trump escalated a feud with Turkey by promising to double metal tariffs on the nation, as media reported. The ongoing turmoil has increased the appeal of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies for some local retail investors. Several Turkish crypto users told Coindesk that they have lost their trust in fiat currencies and local banks due to the hardships caused by recent economic policies. Back in February, Turkish lawmakers were reportedly considering the creation of a national cryptocurrency. But, with the current currency meltdown, Local crypto exchanges in Turkey could face more hurdles if politicians start to fear the rise of Bitcoin. And finally, an aspiring Russian team plans to build a cargo drone fleet connected via blockchain. SCIF, a Russian project supported by an ICO, is aimed at creating a blockchain-connected drone fleet for heavy-duty cargo transportation. The drones, produced in Russia by a subsidiary of British entity Arden Technologies, will serve multiple purposes, like delivering large amounts of cargo, fighting fires, and spraying insecticides and fertilizers on agricultural gra- lands. The team behind the project, a group of Russian aviation engineers, is going to store information of the drones on the project's own blockchain, dubbed SCIF chain. Such information contains licenses of the manufacturers, the drones' flight paths, their performance, and data on the people operating them. Skiff's general manager, Ilya Rodin, said the use of blockchain in this context is aimed at creating a trust layer between stakeholders, including public and private sector interests. PR director of Varden, Olga Budnik, added that banks tend to deny a loan or a leasing agreement because they don't know how to evaluate drones and monitor their use. This initiative provides them a new tool to follow the entire life of a drone. The project, while currently in an early stage, has an ambitious plan to operate over 1,100 SCIF drones worldwide by 2021. The most important conference in crypto comes to Asia this fall. Coindesk's consensus conference lands in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements, and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore September 19th and 20th. Register today at coindesk.com slash events. And now we're joined by CoinDesk reporter Lee Quinn, here to speak about how Turkey's crypto exchanges saw a surge in trading volume last weekend. Lee, welcome back.
0: Hi, good to be here.
1: So last week, Turkey's sovereign currency, the lira, hit a record low. How did that boost crypto trading volume?
0: Yeah, so Turkey is experiencing a period of high inflation, and so a lot of Uh, Turkish crypto fans are going on and buying cryptocurrencies, whether that be Bitcoin or others, to hold for long-term value because their local currency is not as reliable for long-term storage.
1: So this all went down on Friday. Are these exchanges still seeing high volumes?
0: Yes, they are booming. A uh, BTC Turk, which is one of the main exchanges there, last time I checked today, had a 491% increase in volume over the last 24 hours, considering that when I reported on Friday, they had already had a surge. So the, the 24 hour mark had already been moved up far beyond what they usually did. This is insane. Like the the rate of exchange volume on these Turkish exchanges is just booming and continuing to grow.
1: Do we have any information about the number of users? Is that also increasing or is it just the same group now moving more of their assets into crypto?
0: I don't know for uh, each exchange in particular, whether they're seeing uh, more accounts or whether the accounts they already have are doing more transactions. It's definitely something that if you're listening right now and you're a Turkish exchange and you've seen my emails, you should answer. I would love to write about that. Um, But based on what I know from talking to Turkish traders individually, I would say there are a lot of people that are increasingly interested in engaging with crypto. So I would make an educated guess that it is both more people signing onto the platforms and more people that are on the platforms transacting at higher rates. And they may be transacting on behalf of someone else in their family or their friends who doesn't have an account yet, but wants to get some crypto as well.
1: So how does this compare to other countries with high inflation, such as Iran, Venezuela and Zimbabwe?
0: Yeah. So for Iran and Venezuela, there are international sanctions that keep a lot of the local banks from connecting to global trading platforms. Turkey doesn't have that issue. Turkish banks and in general global banks have no problems working with exchanges and with local Turkish users. However, uh, Turkey is moving closer to some of the issues that we see in Iran, for example, where in Iran that there is some government censorship of access to these platforms and Turkey has been, uh, in the past few weeks, stepping up its censorship of discussion about uh, currencies in general. There are rumors right now in Istanbul that Turkish banks may stop holding U.S. dollar for people, and there are rumors of people with social media accounts who speak badly against the lira having legal repercussions. So while venezuela and iran may have restricted access to crypto platforms that turkish users do not have turkish users may soon face censorship from their own government as opposed to from international sanctions
1: so how does that differ from zimbabwe
0: yeah so turkey has its own currency the lira right and iran has its own currency zimbabwe for right now at least, doesn't usually operate with its own currency. It operates with mostly imported US dollar or government-issued bonds that are pegged to the US dollar. So a lot of the liquidity issues that people in Venezuela with the Bolivar or in Iran or Turkey have that deal with their own local currencies for Zimbabweans is just astronomically more complicated because they're not even just dealing with local liquidity. They're dealing with international liquidity and access to U.S. dollar, which all has to be imported from the U.S. So for each of these nations, their liquidity issues are distinct depending on their political context and on their access to fiat currency.
1: So what should we be looking for?
0: I think... What we're seeing right now in Turkey, which is also something that we've seen in Iran, is the importance of local politics for access and um, usage of cryptocurrency. I think we will be pay- should be paying a lot more close attention to the national politics happening in Turkey right now, in terms of who has control over policy, both in terms of censorship and in terms of economic policy and access, because we've seen that those local domestic policies will actually impact the community's ability to engage with the global crypto community. I would take um, some time and really closely watch what's going on with Turkey's parliament, and also the nomination of the new economic director, who is the son-in-law of the president in Turkey.
1: Thanks for coming by Lee.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: Late confirmation is brought to you by the Said Business School at Oxford University. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The ten week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive, intra, or entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at oxfordexecfintech.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out coindesk.com. You can find us on Twitter at Coindesk, and if you're enjoying the show so far, Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For Coindesk, I'm Niklashtay. This has been Late Confirmation. The Pod Glommer. a sonic universe.
0: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader.